cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kind of have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. If you're looking for groundbreaking nutritional products that revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting edge nutrition brand, Root. The Trinity Pack Plus is a game changer. Let me show you. Zero In is the world's first quantumceutical, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic that skyrockets clarity and creativity. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health and optimizes your true brain. And last but not least, Clean Slate sweeps out heavy metals, including graphene oxide, gently evacuating toxins from the body to increase performance, longevity, and quality of life. Register now at therootsbrand.com soul to get your Trinity Pack Plus and to learn more about the Sovereign Soul Show's mission to save 100 million children and how to get rewarded for being a part of the Root community. See you there. Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show, where we stand for the holy trinity of love, levity, and liberty. Because after all, love is greatest power everywhere. And laughter is the best medicine, especially covering serious topics and all matters ancient, current, and quantum, right? Absolutely. It's a mantra. Our mascot, the Bling Buddha, he fully subscribes to it as he fires red pills from his nine mil. He has a Punisher tattoo over his left breast, symbolizing, let's save the children. I'm your host, Brad Wozniak. I'm grateful to all of you, divine lions and lionesses, for tuning in. I've served my country at the federal level as a Canadian infantry soldier. I've served it at the provincial level as a wildfire ranger, leaping out of helicopters to fight forest fires. And I've also been a part of the corporate rat race where shortly after the three World Trade Center towers collapsed in their footprint, they pancaked, I stood at ground zero, witnessing the heroic rescue efforts which went on. Then I was walking the halls of the Pentagon 72 hours later. I'm fortunate to have become a Reiki master, Yushui Reiki, in 2015. And by leveraging the infinite source of the cosmic and our creator's power, I'm following my soul's purpose in this incarnation, which is to help uplift humanity's consciousness with song and story. Before we get started, I introduce you to my next guest, Due to the extreme censorship, as we've lost an Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube channel, primarily for a poem I, uplifted, I uploaded about saving the children, well, right now, you can follow us uncensored at Rumble. That's the Rumble channel, The Sovereign Soul. And subscribe to our Telegram, The Sovereign Soul Show, because I will notify everybody of upcoming shows and ones that we release. And you can go back to the archives of every uncensored show on the Rumble channel, including this one. Now, I'm about saving the kids, as is my next guest. And here we go, off to the races with this amazing soul. Ladies and gentlemen, this is part two of our two-part series with Ricardo Bosi, Guru, and Clayton Thomas. The Who has admitted, the chief, that the Pfizer vax is a bioweapon and it's killing children. He stated that publicly a few days ago. Now there's a possible 1.5 billion people who may die. And we're going to talk about global freedom in 2023. Stay tuned. We start right back where we picked up right now. 
folks 10 months ago it was the freedom convoy clayton's coming back in it was the freedom convoy in canada minus 35 to minus 40 at some point in time that was 10 months ago they were cracking skulls we had our own gestapo they used directed energy weapons on all of you in canberra microwaved their own citizens because they don't care they're luciferians and for those who aren't sure how good the holidays have been let me just give a quick recap of just leading up to the Christmas holidays and where we are now. Yesterday, the subpoena was dropped for Trump for January 6th. <laughs> How big is that news, right? They've been coming after him. Uh, CIA murdered JFK. <laughs> we already know that. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. reposted that everywhere from Truth Social to Twitter to all of his accounts. And they said, the CIA murdered my uncle. There you have it, right? From Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, the FDA admits the COVID bioweapon causes a 71-time increase in heart issues. 71 times. That's why you guys have part of that 18% mortality rate as well. Tedros from the World Health Organization said on camera, the Pfizer bioweapon kills. That just came out yesterday. Pfizer's COVID vaccine kills children. That's his quote. So we'll take this, repurpose that. <clears throat> that is from Tedros, the head of the WHO. So we know he's already now been captured or capitulated, right? The FBI had 80 plus, F, excuse me, Twitter had FBI on the payroll to the tune of over 80 employees. The FBI paid Twitter $3 million to ignore child pornography. Part of that payment included to censor doctors who could have saved lives speaking out against the bioweapons and saying try hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, which included Zelenko. Right. FBI at Twitter. I know and root brands and others like everybody else been suppressed. FBI at Twitter colluded on the 2020 presidential election fraud. Total treasonous. Everybody's got to hang for that. Hang from the nooses, swinging from the next. Just like Ricardo said on his show with Sasha Stone in October of 2021. Lyndon B. Johnson was a KKK member. I mean, we all know Peter, 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 Peter Biden is right. I have Jack Maxey coming back on the show. He unveiled you know, the Hunter Biden laptop, he was charging forward with it with his entire fortune. He was on in August. He's coming back to give you an update on the Biden laptop, but you can find it all on Twitter now. And Fossey funded gain of function research that, hey, folks, it's a bioweapon. It killed millions. That is out in the public now. And Fossey and NIH, which his wife runs the ethics committee at NIH, these <laughs> Nazi demon fuckers, disgusting pieces of Shit. Shit. Literally are complicit with each other. And we also now see the $2.8 million payment Pfizer made to the FDA to bribe them to push through COVID vaccine for the bioweapon shot. That's like 11 or 12 things just in the last few days. So all the things are happening, right? And, and, just, and just not even 10 months ago, you know, my loved one, Amy, her and about 1,800 people were asked not to return to their hospital system. She had worked for for about two decades, again, as a pureblood, as a champion triathlete in, in her field and doing this and having kids. So they were, quote unquote, fired, right, but not being fired to collect unemployment. And we had had for months leading up to it with the exemptions and, and meeting in secret. We had FBI. We had people following us. We were under surveillance, which all you guys are very familiar with in Australia. We had our computers hacked. Our phones would go down on nearly a weekly basis for months on end. And we were ready to be raided. And we would have to go kinetic 
absolutely have to go kinetic. And I haven't worked to do anything for 18 months because of what happened in Canada as a result of it. So for folks who are there going, gee, I'm worried to stand up right now, you are looking at trailblazers around the world from Ricardo Bossi, who has stood up again to serve humanity and serve Australia first, to Jody, to Dave Guru, to his wife, to Clayton Thomas and Dr. Christina Rahm, another power couple, divine husband and wife, who launched a business the day COVID was locked. They planned the demic and they locked us down. And by the way, pandemic stands for uh, pan demos in Latin, pan demos. Who is pan? Pan is Baphomet, is Moloch. Mm. Demos is demon. So if you look at the derivative of the words, which I've spoken about government, mortgage, pharmacia, prior to this beginning of the show, you look at pandemic. Pandemic is Latin for pan demos. Pan is Moloch, Baphomet, and demos is demon. So they launched a planned devil upon you. I mean, how how do you need it any more weird than that, right? So people, these people are already trailblazers and stand the fuck up or you're going to be steamrolled. That's what I said. If you all saw my rant on Canada two weeks ago, I just let everybody have it. Because if you don't stand the fuck up, you're going to be steamrolled. Yes. They've sterilized you from these bioweapons. There is hope. You've got a gentleman who just rejoined us and we'll get back to him here over the next 20, 30 minutes, because this is an extremely important conversation for fucking humanity, for humanity's sake, how to reverse the bioweapon shots that were designed to kill you and enslave you as an AI robot if it didn't kill you and hook you up to the internet of things and hook you up to your social credit score and turn you on and off like a freaking light switch. That's what it's all fucking about. This is it, folks. So please, and that's why back, my before friend, Clayton back. comes back, before Clayton yeah. comes back in, Brad, you know, yeah, we done a show on this. We done a show on this product yeah. two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Whether it's coincidence or not, Clayton, but once we done the show on the product, bang, Melbourne locked up the product. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> locked up the product. <laughs> so you, you know, we've had trouble getting the product out through customs. I think we've got it. I think we've got it um, moving now, Clayton. But um, that's what happened. We done a show with some of your people, mate, two weeks ago. And from the moment we done that, coincidence or not, I don't know, but the product stopped. We couldn't get the clean slate out of Melbourne, Brad. We could get the other products, but we could not get the clean slate. They went through, they ripped the labels off all the boxes. You know what I mean? Really? They just done a number. Yeah. So uh, that's all you know what you're now, Clayton, but There's your yeah, clean slate. This, this exactly. under a microscope, Clayton will tell you, under a microscope, you put a drop of this. Again, everything's all natural from the root brands, right? Clayton's company. You can go to getrootnow.com for me. You can go to Australia One Party Guru's link. And this dissolves heavy metals instantly when it contacts it. So now you're chelating all natural heavy metals out of your body. And then you are taking that out gently, evacuated through your bladder. And then when you restore your gut health here, which has helped people with Lyme disease, IBS, to um, all those other gut things, Crohn's. I've got a buddy using it right now because of his Crohn's and almost all the symptoms are gone in less than four weeks. And then you tap into the quantum consciousness, God's mind with your pineal gland because you've taken those heavy metals out. So you're not hooked up to their antenna. You're hooked up to God, our creator, our beautiful divine higher power. How's that? Beautiful. Perfect. Yeah. Well, just, let me just jump in very quickly. Um, these little things that they do to impede our advance 
like the, uh, the locking up the uh, the root products in Melbourne. All these little things that they do. It's it's it's, it's the it's Gulliver's travels. A thousand tiny threads holding him down. The mechanics of it are the secret societies, and in our case, it's largely the Masonic filth that control this. They actually get it done. They get some mindless drone at the bottom level to do these things. When we and here's just a little warning because when I mentioned you know way back when to Sasha Stone we were going to be hanging people, they said I was too extreme and I was you know, going to alienate too many voters, and I said I couldn't care less. I'm not talking to voters. I'm talking to the people. <laughs> and uh, I also said that when the full depravity is finally uh, revealed, I'll look like a bloody moderate. And I can promise you in the next, this this year at some point, they're going to start criticising me because I'm not hanging enough people or I'm not talking uh, belligerently enough. But getting yeah. back to the stopping the root product in Melbourne, the people that do this, these work for customs, they, they work for the government. When we change this, if you take the, the people's coin, and you do that, that is at least sedition and, and, and worse treason. And everybody, and this is, if we're going to, oh, man, nobody's going to work, want to work for the public service ever again in this country if you're crooked. Because yeah. if you lie to the least degree, if you deceive, <laughs> if you delay, you are ipso facto guilty of sedition and treason because your loyalty is to the people. You're no longer loyal to your Masonic lodge. You're no longer loyal to whatever secret society you belong to. If you take the people's coin in any way, whether you're the prime minister or you're a uh, an ASO four level typist, and you deceive and knowingly lie, you're going to jail, my friends, for a long fucking time. These little things that they do to impede us, coppers that do the wrong thing, that don't respond to crimes that they should do, they're going to jail, and we're going to put them in general population. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to recalibrate <laughs> a lot of very crooked people that have been in the, the system. The system's going to get cleaned up dramatically and they're going to be terrified they're going to see and we'll start from the top we'll start from former governors general who are guilty of pedophilia and, and uh, satanic ritual abuse we're going to start with high court judges and it's going to send a terror rave right through the entire public sector every aspect if you lie to the least degree you're going to jail and that way, things like this can never happen again because they, they think it's just a bit of fun and games. Let's do this. Let's do that. No, no more. No, when the people are sovereign, when we get our new constitution and the people are at the centre of it and all sovereignty derives from them, notwithstanding what the Queensland government is, is saying about sovereign beings, they're going to jail too. Um, what's this space change? And you watch it. Nobody's going to want to be a public servant anymore because the pressure to be dead straight, and I mean dead straight, and this isn't a pipe dream. This is going to happen is going to be so great that maybe if, if somebody wanders up and says, oh, look, I want you to change the uh, the figures on this, and I'll give you a simple example. There isn't one aspect of Australian government that isn't corrupted. Like you go to the Australian Bureau of Statistics in order to find out who's doing the Zoom, what's up with the numbers, I'll guarantee you they're all lies. The Australian Medical Association, same. Therapeutic Goods Administration, same. Foreign Investment Review Board, same. Every aspect has been corrupted, and everything they tell us is a lie. No more, because when they do, if they found out, and they will be, they're going to jail for a long time. And I don't give—I don't care if your kids never see you again. Bad luck. You took the coin. You're going to pay for the—in some cases for the rest of your life—and in a few, you'll be hung by your neck till you're dead. And that's not just belligerence. This is you having to face up to the consequences of your actions, because we've had a consequence-free country for too long. The bad guys have been doing rotten stuff, and nobody's being held to account. Well, that's going to change. 
and you watch us revert very quickly to good, honest people, because most of us are good, honest people. We know we're open from wrong. But if you live in a system long enough where nobody gets punished, well, you think, oh, well, why not? Why shouldn't I take the payoff? Well, you're about to find out why you don't take the payoff, because you'll be watching the people next to you who took the payoff and are now swinging by a rope, and it's going to happen to every one of you. You want to work for the people? No problem. But you better be straight, because <laughs> I'll be brutal. Yeah. So I applaud that. <clears throat> well, as we we go, the U.S. Constitution. I apologize for having to step away. I had to meet with a bunch of attorneys for fun fun times in Europe and uh, and everything. But when we, when we think of the Constitution, look up the correct quote you know, or who made the original quote with Patrick Henry's original quote long long ago: "Give me liberty, or give me death." That's Lee Dunbar. Great, great, you know, great, great. Ardo, as you know, if if you are if you are in a servant's role, right, um, you chose death because you're taking away people's. It's your choice. It's like okay, now you're going to have it delivered. Isn't that why they call it deliverance? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's it's the job of society. It's the job of us, you know, collectively to say okay, if you're not compliant. Um, you don't get to play anymore. You know, I think you, in order, in order to, to best understand the, the world that we live in, because we do not live in God's country, playground, right? This is, this is the important part to understand. We were put here to clean up this environment. We, we weren't put here to say, oh, you know what? This is, this is utopia. You know, this was, this was our job. We were, it's some some suspect that we are the most powerful beings uh, in in the multiverse, but we are the ones who've been suppressed um, because of what our purpose was here. Um, and you can look at this in other you know in other species. Um, you can look at it as far as proper management in animal husbandry. Um, I'm a big. I grew up hunting. And, you know, I don't like killing, and I grew up in a veterinary practice. I don't like killing animals without purpose. But if you understand, if you hunt deer, if and, uh, I'm in parts of Missouri right now, right? If deer don't have natural predators, they will overbreed. If they overbreed, that that leads to different health problems. So you have to cull the herd. Now this leads into two conversations: the way that the the cabal is using this mechanism they're like oh well there's global warming and if you don't understand what they're trying to tell you with global warming i'll summarize it really quickly you breathing creates carbon dioxide they want to kill you because you're emitting carbon dioxide it's not about anything else that's their mechanism right so they're saying we need to decrease the population to make everything better that's bullshit it's not needed. But in society, when you have those that that are going against society, that are that are the underlying filth, as you might call it, that are trying to destroy, you know, the the beautiful ecosystem that we are trying to develop as as, as humanity, you know, the, they don't need to exist anymore. If you've proven that you're going against everything that is good you need to be removed and you know that's that's the point 
and people it is our it is our choice it's like ricardo ricardo stepping up you know saying look you know what this is the way things need to be and the crazy part is as as extreme as some people might have believed that to be or heard it to be over a year ago now people are are going wait a minute this is actually what's needed we i i agree with everything he's saying i need to step up to that you know to where you have have those that are willing to step forward first and like ricardo mentioned it's like you can't be afraid to step forward alone but then eventually you know when you when you look left you look right you find that there's there's actually people standing sometimes not not right beside you but they're creeping they're getting close to you they're like, you know what? I don't know if I'm completely comfortable in taking the first bullet, but I'll be there to get a second one when uh, when we need to catch you and we'll take one. Well, and Clayton, to that point, you know, Ricardo, his book, The Five Pillars of Leadership, I, I ended up buying it because we probably couldn't get it for two months here. So I do have the Kindle version. So everybody will see. I'm unfortunately supporting that Kabbalist organization Yet it has some extreme gems for all of humanity to that point about standing up. I mean, Ricardo, this is a passage from your, your book, The Most Important Life Skill. And he says, why should you commit the time and effort to studying, learning, and developing your real leadership skills? The answer is the most important and most personal of reasons. Your family's very life, liberty, and happiness depend upon it. Who's going to lead your family if you don't? The government? I don't think so. Your family needs leadership to stay strong, independent, and free from the countless threats. And it goes on. I think that's a very apropos passage to yeah. landmark our conversation here about people standing up. Yeah, that um, that responsibility to step up is absolutely foundational. There was a, um, and to that point, years ago, there was an event at a football match, and we we have uh, a lot of our indigenous uh, people are very good Australian rules footballers, natural mm -hmm. athletes. Mm -hmm. And there's one, and uh, apparent uh, during a game, and he's a very good player. Well, he was, and during a game, apparently a 14 year old girl called him an ape. Now that doesn't have the same implication here as it does in the US. We don't have the same black white tensions as you do for historical reasons. But he stopped the game and basically pointed to this girl in the crowd. Now, here's a guy worth millions of dollars on the top of the heap, right? You'd expect this man to be a man. And if somebody, even if she meant it and she's 14, I mean, what, what sense does a 14-year-old girl have? None. And yet he stopped, pointed to the girl, and the cops came up and took her away. And the parents let them for calling him a name at a football match, for God's sake. Now, the entire machinery of Australia swung around behind this poor asshole called Adam Goods, this man-child who behaves like an absolute hothouse orchid. Let's make Adam Goods famous, this piece of crap. And not because he's black, but because he's not a man. I don't know where his testicles are, but they're certainly not in his groin. So anyway, this 14-year-old this girl gets dragged off by the police and put in a tent and interrogated. And the parents just stood there and went, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, the, that's the level of disempowerment mums and dads in this country now have. They think that these security guards, and that's all they are, they're not police, they're corporate security guards, have the right to take your 14-year-old daughter away and harass her. And that little girl is probably terrified. 
And Adam Goods had every st- the news and radio station saying, poor Adam, isn't it bad? Isn't it bad? Isn't it bad? Well, I've got an answer to Adam. Get stuffed. Yes. And I actually had to say it a couple of times on interviews just to remind men what their responsibilities were. And I actually said it three times in uh, yeah. spread over time. And I didn't do it on purpose, but it was clear it had to be said. I said, if any of you dumb coppers come between me and my kids, I will fucking kill you. Do you understand? So it has to be. And I think that's why that, that chief inspector was terrified when he was, I was there at the shops with my kids because he knew that if anybody came between me and my kids, he'd have to bring the fucking body bags. Now, I have no problem with that because that's not against the law because we have no law in this country. We literally, that's not a statement of hyperbole. It is a statement mm. of fact. We have no law. But quite apart from that, even if we had a law, guess what? I don't mm. care. Yeah. And this comes back to that point of standing on your sovereignty and saying, you know what, I'm a sovereign being. And if the Queensland coppers don't like it, I don't much care either because they're all going to jail as well. Here's the point. Every one of us is and every one of us stands up. And the moment we do that, we win. And, and I've said it a hundred times and I'll keep saying it till we do it because we're going to call, Dave, you and I are going to call for another mass uh, rally next year at the right time when the people are ready to stand up in their big numbers. And we're going to stand up and we're going to do that. And we're going to do it because we say we're going to do it. We're going to stand up. Now, if we have a rally and 1,000 turn up, then we've got a problem. That's not a big enough number. If we have a rally and 10,000 turn up, now the cops have got a problem because that's a bit harder to manage. We get 100,000. Now the politicians have got a problem because they know their game is up. Now, if we get millions around this country, and we're a very small country demographically, but we get millions in every city standing up, we win. We win. And all we have to do is just cease playing their game. We don't pay tax. We don't do, we'll don't. we still do sensible things like wait till the light's green before we drive through. And we, obviously, we can do that. There's no challenge there. But anyone wearing a badge better just keep out of our way because we're going to ignore you at best. And at worst, you won't want to be there because we're going to deliver back to you exactly what you delivered to us with no yeah. authority to do so. We have the right to defend myself. Who says so? Me. And I don't need any authority to defend myself and my family. And neither does any other man out there. And when the, the Australian men wake up again and realise that they've been stripped of their manhood, yeah. and there's, there's a, there is a physiological aspect to it, as you know, with the yep. soy boys and all the rest of it. It's not just the, uh, the MK Ultra; They've been covering every aspect of it. Uh, when that changes, we're gonna re, we will rebalance the nation according to what might be called loosely natural law. People will naturally go back to their... Their, their predispositions and their inclinations rather than what's being forced upon them. And, it, and it's very subtle. I'll give you another example on how they've attempted to shift our minds and people have just absorbed it. And when in that pressure goes, we, we rebalance. There's a woman here, let's make her famous. She's a, she's a hero amongst the feminists. Let me just remember her name. Eva Cox. A hero to the feminists. She's an absolute piece of crap. Now, she was quoted as saying, when she was told, she hates men. She just hates men because she hates men. There's a certain breed of woman in sort of their late late middle age with short grey hair who have a, a depraved indifference to the suffering of others, which puts them off the, off the scale. And I've worked with some sociopaths in the military, and they look pretty like pretty nice guys compared to Eva Cox. Because Eva Cox was told men are suicide, committing suicide at increased rates uh, much greater than women because we have a capacity for violence, but because we're good men, we turn out against ourselves as opposed to others. And she said, well, at least they're doing something right. Now, this piece of crap, Eva Cox, 
was put on a stamp, an Australian stamp under the government of Julia Gillard, our lesbian uh, baby-killing prime minister. Mm. She's part of Emily's List, which is a female-only faction of the Australian Labor Party. That's the alleged Workers' Party. And their objective is full-term abo- full abortion, nationwide, publicly funded, no questions asked. And it's, it's made through five of our six states. This is the quality of womanhood in this country. Now, when I mean, the pressure, when the MK Alta, when the mind, uh, the brainwashing, all of that goes, we will rebalance to our natural uh, inclinations. Men will be men, women will be women. Now, don't get me wrong. This is where the, the femo-Nazis will say, oh, look, he's a misogynist. No. You met my wife, you'll know that I don't tolerate misogyny, neither would she. She hit me in the back of her head with a fry pan. You think, I'm scary, you should meet my bride. She's brilliant. <laughs> and it's simply a matter of yeah. we will rebalance to where we should be. Now, every man and woman has equal rights, absolutely no problem. We don't care whether mum stays at home with the kids or dad stays at home with kids, but I tell you, kids need someone at home. They don't need two professionals earning big bucks just to save 30 cents because the economy is so rotten that you need to do that just to get by. All by design, we know it. Yeah. The brainwashing will stop and we will rebalance. Before Clayton drops in, just on balance, guys, to give you an idea, you know, my son's a, a, a pretty good soccer player, okay? We play football over here, Clayton, a lot, okay? So my son's a decent player, mate. He's a big boy. He's like Rick, you know what I mean? Now, we were playing a game one day, and we got a lot of African kids out here, and we love them. You know, I looked after an African kid. We won we won everything in the state over here with, with my son's team, you know, and we had a little African kid in it that we used to look after, buy his boots, pay his red, Joe. He actually played for the Wolves down here. In a national competition, you know, we put him in. But um, as this balance thing, now, my son was on the paddock one day at Coromel here. My son's quick, mate. He's all right for a honky. And this is what we call him, oh, honkies, you know what I mean, a white fella. And the conversation on the paddock was that this kid got a run down the line and my boy took off after him and he caught him. Now, this kid, this African kid, turned around to my son and he went, geez, Casey, you're bloody fast for a honky. Right. And we all had a laugh on the sideline about it. Yeah, bloody. And this kid's name was um, Eva. Um, oh. One. One? Yeah. Uh, anyway, he had a crazy name. All right. It was this crazy name. And anyway, he's he said to my son, man, for a honky man, you are so fast. Now, if I'd have flipped that, my son had been running down the line. And yep. this dark fella picked my son up and my son turned around and said, man, for a nigger, you're fast. Or man, for a black Ooh. fella, he would, he would have got thrown off the paddock. <laughs> he would have been taken in front of the judiciary yep. and he would have been given six weeks for racial conduct. Yet, the bal- where is the balance? And I don't care who calls me a honky. I don't care what you call me. I really don't. The point is, my son can't say it, but he can. And this is what we got to get this imbalance out of society, guys. But there's a perfect yeah. example of Australian imbalance. Yeah. I tell a story just on that, Dave. I tell a story, but I'll repeat it here. We've got a piece of legislation under the Racial Discrimination Act uh, under Article Section 18C, which is exactly what Dave's talking about, where um, the government constrains our language. And it's, uh, it's, it's something we'll throw it. As soon as we get into position of authority, we'll be throwing it out. And people are terrified. Oh, you'll, there'll be racism everywhere. So well, you're never going to stop racism for starters, point one. 
And in Australia, if you're black, we'll call you a black bastard, not as an insult, but as a descriptor. Because if you've got a big nose, you'll you'll call somebody a big nose bastard. So that's just that's just the Australian vernacular. We are very robust people. Now we have our own 18C before the legislation came in. And I'll describe it the way I described it at the New South Wales State Conference for the Australian Conservatives. And it basically goes like this: you're sitting at the pub and you're having your beer. And you don't want to get too excited because you don't want to interrupt your beer because we, we love our beer after a game of sport. And if someone says something stupid, you know, you sort of lean back and you look and you'll hope he settles down. But if someone gets really out of control, eventually somebody puts their beer down and goes, Oi, cobber. And cobber's an Australian way of saying, mate, they go, cobber, settle down. And they go back to their beer. That's the Australian 18C. Now, if the guy's a complete dickhead, <laughs> and that happens occasionally. Somebody takes him out the back and recalibrates him. And he comes in a little bit chagrined and a little bit more moderate about, <laughs> moderate with his language or his behaviour. That's the Australian ADC. We monitored ourselves. We know what's right and wrong. We're not dumb. And so this, this, this balance will occur because what people don't realise, and um, there's an American commentator called Bill Whittle, um, and, he, and he put it really well. He said, when you consider the massive effort that has been imposed upon us financially, intellectually, uh, informationally, news, weather, the lot, all this stuff, the pressure to persuade us we are something we are not, it's still a 50-50 proposition. Just think about that. This massive effort, and we're still at the 50-50 line. Interesting. So this, all these lies disappear, bang, away we go. I was asked um, in an interview last night, the night before, uh, is there going to be, uh, in, in in policy terms, are we going to give some advantage or disadvantage to the vaxxed and the unvaxxed and the rest of it? And I said, there's no need to. There's absolutely no need. That This balance will re-establish itself. Yes, there'll be protections for vaxxed and unvaxxed because, you know, the unvaxxed want to make sure that the woman that they're, they're courting or, or, the, or the man that a particular young woman is after, they have every right to know whether there's anything wrong with them. But we'll get on the root products and they'll be fine. But no, this this balance will re-establish itself. Normal uh, civil behaviour will once again become the order of the day. If you go back to the 50s, the biggest problem in the US, as reported by teachers, was running in the hallways and chewing gum. You know, man, that is that's humanity when it's done properly. It really is. Now, not every culture is the same. This is a cultural thing. So we're not racist, but my God, we're culturalists <laughs> because there are some cultures better than others. It just is. But, man, if the school's biggest problems are chewing gum and running in the hallway, you know, bring me back to that uh, to that time and place, and we can. This yeah. idea where we are persuaded that it's normal to have gun checks and metal detectors, it's not. It was never normal. And here's a story that our Australian listeners have heard me tell before, but the Americans wouldn't have, or the Canadians. When I first joined the army, I graduated, I got commissioned, and I went up to a town called Townsville in northern uh, Queensland. I joined my battalion. The battalion had already deployed on exercise down at a place called Shoalwater Bay. But there's myself and this sergeant were the only two in the whole battalion barracks because everybody's out working. And I said, okay, Sarge, what's the drill? How do we get down to, uh, how do we get there with our kit? And he said, don't worry about it, sir. Just tool up as you would. So there we are, fully tooled up. And I said, what do we do with our weapons? And I'm carrying an M16, which is the old 5.56, 5.56, and he's carrying uh, the 7.62 self-loading rifle, uh, elephant gun. The Americans, <laughs> the Americans used to call them elephant guns, single shot, big caliber. Anyway, 
And he said, let's just go to the airport. What you do is just take the breach block out, which is the, the activating part in the weapon that makes the weapon fire. Take the breach block out, put an envelope, we'll give it to the hostie. So we literally walked on board, fully tooled up with our weapons, handed the hostie with a, an envelope with the breach blocks, sat in our seats uncomfortably, got off at Rockhampton. She gave us a breach block back and went. Now, think about that as a, as a gun culture. We had a brilliant gun culture where people understood its purpose. It was not misused. We didn't have lunatics here that were whacking people. And that was the gun culture in the early 80s when I'm a young, you know, 22-year-old in, in Australia. And now if you walk past an airport and make a joke about a bomb, you're locked up for six months and would cause because Osama bin Asshole decided to make life difficult for us. But it wasn't him. We know that. This is all being designed by CIA, FBI, ASIO, ASIS, and all these agencies that have created this world that we have. they have tried to persuade us that it's normal, and it's not. It is not normal. We are sensible, rational beings. We have advanced. We can check ourselves. We are subject to passion, but we have the capacity for reason. And we can work it out. We're not silly. And so when all this pressure goes, watch us recalibrate ourselves. And my goodness me. We don't need to perfect mankind. We just need to keep doing what we've been doing. We've been on this trajectory of, of relying on, on, on constraining our passions and living in, in polite society, not living in a state of nature, but a, in a state of civil society. And that'll come back and people will be shocked and surprised when they realise how badly they've been lied to. But I can't wait. This is, this is and the point I tell you that story is because we can moderate ourselves. We have before, we will again. We've been under, under this, this spell that we are the cancer of the planet. We're not the cancer of the planet, the Kabbalah. And once that's gone, we'll live happy, healthy lives. It's going to be just incredibly good. So in terms of letting the people know the next six months, yeah, it's going to be a bit challenging. But where we're heading this time next year, you will not believe it. Three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, by every metric, by every metric, certainly in Australia, I can't speak for the rest of the world, but certainly in Australia, uh, this is going to be the place to be. This is really going to be the place to be. Well, well you like know, the thing, and I you... like that. So, may see you there soon. Go ahead, Clayton. Yeah, amen to that too, Ricardo. In that message, Ricardo, the fun, the fun part that you guys can have, you know, in Australia that we can't we can't have as much here in the United States because we lack the resources. Is there's a lot of fun that can be done with a small razor blade, right? As you take these people and say, "Hey, you know what? We're going to the beach." And you just go, Nick, Nick, we're going to throw you in the ocean and go swim for a little bit. Because, you know, you you say, you know what, you're going to be a victim of your environment now. I'm going to see how fast you can swim with the whites, right? <laughs> if they, they're like, don't worry, they're not black tips. They're only great white sharks. They're not too mean. They're, you're going to get along just fine with the whiteies, you know? You, you guys could really have some fun with that. Just like, you know what, don't, don't be offended by them. They're okay. They're, but you know, it, it's funny. Save ammo, slice and dice. That sounds to be your mantra right there. It's save ammo, just slice and dice. Yeah, just, just little, little bits, you know, it doesn't take a lot. You don't want to harm them. Just open things up a little bit, you know, just, it's like a really good red wine. Just let it breathe. Right. Let the, let the fire up a little bit. You might but, get this, Clayton, but yeah, we need to uh, head down to South Australia way if we're going to do that because we really have some big, big whites down there, brother. I mean, some big whites. Yeah, I know some big. Yeah, and you know what? And you film it, and it's it's like the 
and they're catching seals when they come up from the bottom and they're just they're jumping and everything it's poetic it's beautiful we could sell it on <laughs> national geographic it would it would be pay-per-view material it's like hey, <laughs> see how fast these politicians can swim not very quickly but you know we're we're an interesting point it's like ricardo was mentioning in the 1950s it was like okay the two problems are running and chewing gum the problem is now society can't do those two things simultaneously (laughs) (laughs) this this is the problem right you go wow all right we're there now but it, it is it is a matter of just you know if if we if we figure out what we are, it's that point of humanity, right? That we are we are not made for conflict. I don't know if you guys have the have this uh, phrase that they're using in Australia. And it's one of the things that I'm fervently against, especially having two teenagers that give me, you know, we have one son. Our 18 year old is in a is in a private school, a Christian school, so he gets, you know, he he doesn't comply in that environment. And our daughter, who's a year younger, is homeschooling right now. But she's so she's on the Internet a lot. And, you know, she she thinks she's a feminist, even though she's 17 years old and hasn't figured it out yet. But you you hear you hear the language of, oh, it's okay to not be okay, Right. This is the whole thing, the mental health game that's being played out on people whether it's through professional sports and it's interesting of that that one aspect of of our athleticism the things that make us unique right are the things that are entertaining from a societal standpoint you know whether it's australian football or american football or the real football you know it's these things that we we've always been drawn to the physical components and we have this great great you know, ire for, you know, professional athletes. And now you have, you have this process that's being played out that they're having athletes talk about their mental health and like, oh, you know, and, and probably one of the best Australians to play basketball being Ben Simmons can't make a free throw and and is uncomfortable shooting a lay-in because of his mental health. Right. And they say, well, it's okay to not be okay. That phrase is utter bullshit. It's not okay to not be okay. It's all about your biochemistry. It's all about how things are being programmed improperly. And if you take care of yourself, if you clean it up and, you know, the biggest, the biggest component to this operating system happens to be neurotransmission, right? And if you, if you want to overcome every, every bit of stress, everything that's going on in our environment, you actually have to boost your neurotransmitter production. You know, and Rick James, Rick James is one of the greatest philosophers of all time. Right. And he said it best with Dave Chappelle, that cocaine is a hell of a drug. And it, there's there's truth in that because of what these drugs do is they synthetically boost dopamine. Right. And dopamine is the most powerful chemical we make and we produce it. The problem is it's been shut off right? Our stress actually shuts off dopamine production. An unhealthy gut, whether it's due to glyphosate exposure or other heavy metals and other chemicals, destroys the biome and the microbiome of your gut, which inhibits the natural production of dopamine and serotonin. And it's those neurotransmitters that go from your gut through your vagus nerve, through your heart, which is very important as well, to your brain, to your pineal gland, 
that convert into other pro hormones and other neurotransmitters. You know, so when you when you get into into this crux and understanding this of how we play in this world, it all comes down to some things that are really really simple. But if we all do these things, if if you follow the hundred monkey theory. And Dave's right. When we say the monkeys, you can't take offense to it, right? Like, what you're being offensive? You're calling us monkeys. I'm a monkey. I'm I'm black Irish. You know, this is a beautiful part. I love talking about this because my <laughs> grand. I am. I am black Irish. You can get I away have, with anything. I, I I have I have the ability to get reparations on both sides of this deal if this goes bad, right? <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to win. But my Irish ancestors, some of them were Irish slaves. They were shipped to the British West Indies. that mixed in the British West Indies and Jamaica. And I had two sets of slaves that were shipped to the United States. And if you didn't know, Irish slaves were worth less than black slaves. And John Sally played in the NBA for about 20 years. He's a buddy of mine. He's my wingman. He's the one who introduced me to Dr. Rom. I was joking about this with, with John years ago uh, when we first met. So I spent the day with him. I'm like, because he we were talking about this subject and you know the beautiful parts of humanity and how we see things and reparations for slavery. I'm like, John, you understand what reparations for slavery were? He's like, what's that? I'm like, it's the NBA. It's professional sports. It was selective, (laughs) right? It was selective breeding that, you know, owners, we could thank Thomas Jefferson and, you know, some of the, you know, everybody else in the South that, that said, you know what, if I want really good workers, I'm not going to pick the weak ones. I'm going to take the really, really dynamic women and the really strong, well-built guys, and I'm going to have them come together and breed, and we're going to make more babies, and we're going to do this and this and this. And they're like, well, if we keep doing that, we're going to have superhumans. And you know, then we had Wilt Chamberlain, and Wilt Chamberlain spread his seed around really well. And there we go, right? So if, if we understand the beautiful parts of what we are, the beautiful parts of humanity, we can, you find humor in it, right? And that's what we need to get back to. It's one of the things that the Aussies have always been great with is you guys have always been able to find humor in everything, right? Yeah. It's, it's much of how my personality is. And it's that one little thing that's also been taken away from society. It's like, oh, you, you can't laugh at these things. They're bad. They're mean. Like, no, they're not. They're freaking hilarious because it's the little differences in us that are unique that'll that allow us to be different, to be special. And that's oftentimes <laughs> makes things funny. It's like when people yeah. do you got to laugh at it. Yeah, yeah, we're great at taking the piss, that's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> on, on Australian work sites, me being a tradie, you know, like if there's a guy on site that's not getting spoken to, you know what I mean, he's in the corner and he's left alone, He's usually a bit of a dickhead or a bit of a nerd. You know, he's got the bad, he's got a bad attitude on life and hence is why we leave him alone. But if you're a good bloke on a work site, you're going to be copping shit all day, bloke. That's the way it is with us tradies. If we're putting shit on you and giving you a hard time, we're bringing you into the flow. You know, we're having fun with you. We're, We're participating in the day with you. It's that dickhead that we leave in the corner. 
That's yep. the guy. He wants to sit with his own lunchbox every day and, you know what I mean, do his own shit. Whereas the rest of us, we're hanging shit on each other. Why? We live in a hot country. We live in a hard country. I'm a concreter. You don't want to go to work and be serious. You want to go to work and have some fucking fun. It's as simple yep. as that. Why are you, you doing it? Hurt. You know what I mean? And this is the attitude we do have, Clayton. And, mate, when we meet Clayton, you and me are going to get on your house. I can't wait to just clip you over the back of the head, mate, and start the conversation. <laughs> It'll be brilliant. Awesome. No. New no it's, uh, it's the hard part because those, those, those nerds that used to sit in the corner, you know, are the ones that went into politics and said, you know what? If we all come together, we can control these guys because they made me feel like I was less of a person when I was younger because I didn't get the attention. Like, it's not that we didn't want to give you the attention. It's that you didn't want to participate in society. Yeah, you didn't want to come in. You just wanted to hang over there on your own. We invited you plenty of times. I called you a dickhead three times today. You never responded once. Well, I'm just being yep. nice. Uh was he, we uh, he, speak, he speaks the truth. You should see you should see diggers when they're sitting around the diggers Australian soldiers. It's brutal. It's funny. And then uh, you fit in or you or you don't. But you're exactly yeah. right, Dave. That's that's the Australian way. It really is, whether you like it or not. It's just it's the way we 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 are. We we laugh at everything, we make fun of the obvious. You'll get a nickname based on some deformity for sure. Yep. <laughs> and that's just and that's just the way it is. If you're tall. We call you shorty. If you're short, we call you stretch. You know, it's you just got, it's you got just, red hair. We red hair. We call you bluey. You know what I mean? It's like, just all out of whack, mate. You know. Yeah. If you're oh, huge, man. we'll call you tiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a uh, I had an English an Englishman we used to consult together. There's a brilliant guy, and he's very English. But he said, "I love Australia." I said, "Why is that?" And he said. In Australia, quite literally, Jack's as good as his master because the British British uh, society is very stratified. Most societies are. And he said, I just love Australia because it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. If you're a good bloke, you're a good bloke. If you're a good sheila, you're a good sheila. And that's it. That's the criteria. That's that's the measure of the man and woman. And if, you, if you're good, you're good. And that's okay. We're very accepting, very slow to fight. We're a lot like the Canucks in that respect. We're very slow to start a fight. But we can yeah. finish them if we need to, but only because yeah. we're pissed off because you've interfered with a barbecue. I mean, that's that's when we get really cranky. And yeah. so it's 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 that wonderful, that wonderful manner that is Australian. It's just it's unique. It really is. I mean, <laughs> I love to travel, but I love coming home. I really do. Yeah, that's the you know if you look at it, we we pretty much lost everything. You know, the world went to shit when Crocodile Dundee Two was over. <laughs> you look at the time frame of it when we when we lost the focus on the aussies in america and paul hogan was like okay i made enough money i'm, I'm going back you know it's like where'd the fun go you know the the ability to look at society a little differently it's the stuff we have to get back to right of, yeah. of getting rid of the stress of uh, just saying, you know what, we don't need this shit anymore. And, you know, Ricardo, you're right, because it, it does come down to the people that are trying to hold everything down. If we just say, oh, you know what, how about we put you guys all in your own box? You can have your own little island. We'll call it Antarctica. And you guys can go live there, whether you get to go, you know, across the, an ice wall into another area or whatnot. We'll just put you down there and then we'll torch it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
my my uh my best friend my best friend from college he grew up he grew up in uh on toronto area and he he taught me a lot about the the frenchies and how much they hated quebec and you know how much they connect the rest of the rest of the canucks around there really hated hated the frenchies with how they function and he he told me a great a great story that there was a there was a french canadian and and a torontan that came across a uh, a genie and they said you know you can each have you can have one wish and you know so the torontan guy was like you know go ahead so the quebec the quebecian was like i want to build a 20-foot wall around quebec you know, build a 20-foot wall to protect Quebec. Build it. He's like, the genie said, it shall be done. And the Torontoan said, fill it with water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? If they want their stuff, you know what? Great. You go over here. We'll give you a pen. We'll take care of you. Because it's, it's the se- the separation. You can say the separation of, you know, at what they say, the church and state, you know, where there is no separation of church and state. That that's the whole point. That's been the break in the whole thing. But if we lose our humanity, we lose everything. And if we lose our ability to fun of one another, if we lose our ability to just laugh at what makes us unique, what makes us different, but what makes us the same. And you know, there's there's no sense in being here anymore. And it's interesting. It's interesting you say that because the um the the French Revolution, the American Revolution happened around the same time. One succeeded, one failed. And it was placed down to the, the French culture. Their, their alignments were different. Their fundamental values and, and approaches were different. It's not a criticism. It's just a statement of fact. Um, the capacity for a country to absorb other cultures without losing its own character is quite, is quite important. And not every culture has it. Some do, some don't. The Greeks were conquered by the Ottomans and for 600 years, the Greeks were, were absolutely suppressed and they continued their education in their own language, in caves, their own culture. And so to hold on to your culture for 600 years is just breathtaking. And Australia is not, not, not too bad considering we're a young country in terms of the, the, uh, the arrival of the, uh, the West. But I can see what it looks like on a real level because I got challenged once. What's an Australian to you? Because I'm trying to paint us as some sort of racist right-wing organisation. There's nothing more. There's nothing right-wing about us at all. We're so libertarian and people-focused. They can't pin us down anywhere. But anyway, I said, what's Australian to you? And I said, well, I'll tell you. And this is a true story. It happened just before a couple of elections ago. I live in an area where there's a lot of Indians uh, from the subcontinent and a lot of Sikhs. Uh, you know, just good people, brilliant people. And there's, a, uh, there's an older gentleman, and uh, we used to see each other. I'd take my little girls to the, to the Catholic school just down the road, and he'd take his granddaughters to the, uh, to the public school. Now, we're about the same age because <laughs> I was born in 1960. I started late with kids, so he's got grandkids the same age as I've got kids. In fact, I'm the same age as most kids' grandparents, which is funny. But anyway, we had one of those sort of nodding relationships. We'd see each other and wave, and we never actually said hello, but we'd sort of wave to each other. And then I started getting active politically in, in a very obvious way. And uh, one day he saw me and he waved, but he, then he crossed the road and came towards me, which was unusual. And, and he asked me how I was. And I said, good. He said, um, four of us became, uh, myself and three friends, we, we became Australian citizens. And I said, oh, good on you, mate. Well done. Welcome aboard. He said, why is that? He said, so we can vote for you. 
And that's right. it. These people have brought everything with them. Like my parents, when they came to Australia, they came as you know, 15 year olds and 17 year olds on a ship with their families. And they brought with them their culture. But even my mum and dad, even as young kids, uh, young, young family, they had the wit to understand that whilst their children's heritage would be Italian, they were going to be Australians and they made sure they raised us as Australians. Proud of our Italian heritage, but you know, that's over there. That was a place where some of my relatives came from. But this country has given me everything and my loyalty is 100% to this country. General Sir John Monash, the greatest Australian, in my opinion, of all time, he ended World War I. They were expecting it to go into 1919. And the cabal were actually a little cranky when the war ended so quickly because they wanted the United States to waste more money and uh, blood and treasure on the war. But Monash was the same. He was a German Jew. His family came out and, uh, and settled here, and uh, he threw himself into being an Australian, and he was one of the greatest Australians. He had a, a cousin called Leo who went to the US who hung on to his German, his German heritage uh, quite proudly, which is fine, but he resented his American birthplace, and, and Monash said, no, this country has given me everything. I have incurred uh, an incalculable, incalculable debt to this land, and I will do everything in my power to repay it, and I feel the same way, and these Indians feel the same way too. This country, Australia, along with the US and a few others, is unique in its capacity to absorb people from any culture, any language. And as, as Dave said, we accept you. It might look like we're insulting you, but it's a, it's a welcome, you know, welcome to Oz. Opening line I got told once was, when, which ship did you jump off? <laughs> I was born here, but I looked and sounded a bit different. I didn't take it as an insult. I knew exactly what we were talking about. But we have this unique capacity to absorb uh, people from all nations and and make them our own and if you speak with an accent we don't care if you look a bit different we don't care it doesn't matter as long as you're a good bloke and and that's a, a very rough way of saying if your values are like ours if you're happy to live and let live and not not get too excited about the nonsense be ready to fight for the good stuff if you need to but let's have a good life let's enjoy ourselves let's move forward and, and uh, it's it's such a, a wonderful country in that regard. It has its weaknesses. Don't get me wrong. Of course it does. We all do. But goodness me, we are we are building on a foundation here in Oz that, uh, as I said before, is going to turn this into one of the greatest countries that ever lived. Now the US has that the right to that claim because they have they have saved the world. <laughs> we have incurred a debt to them that we will never be able to repay, but one that we'll always remember. But after that. Uh, this country, Australia, we have plans for this country that's just going to make it magnificent, even more so. And uh, we're going to grow and we'll be open for business. So if you, if you like, we don't look, we're not looking for people to change the country. We're looking to people to add to the country, if that makes sense. You can see over my shoulder there the map. Now, that's almost the size of the US. If you, kick, if you take Alaska off, it is about the same size. We've only got 25.69 million people. And if this sounds like an advertisement, it is. Get ready to move here, folks, because I can tell you that the beer's cold, the weather's warm, the beaches are white sand, uh, and, 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 the, and the women are in good, gorgeous bikinis, and the men are in their speedos. And it's life in, it's a natural life here in Oz. It's a great place to be. And when we get, throw the cabal out and we give the country back to the people, watch this space. It is <clears> going to be just brilliant. And see all you blokes in your budgie smugglers. <laughs> You know, we'll have to get rid of this. We'll have to get rid of this winter condition that might have built up on our guts. But give us, give us a, give us a week or two. We'll be all right. 
Uh, you'll be almost there. And, and what you all were saying, you know, I'm a son of my parents are firstborn Canadians, and it's the same seven decades later, the same enemy. You know, my father's parents from Poland, Ukraine farmers, Blitzkrieg was going across Poland, Europe. They, you know, hauled ass with anything that they could to the UK, got on a boat, get off weeks later in Halifax, Nova Scotia, didn't speak English. Here's your chip. You're a farmer. And then they were on a train to North Balfour, Saskatchewan. And then they had to make do in that community. And my mother is French Canadian. Her two parents, French from France, fleed occupied Europe in the buildup in the 1930s. And my mother's father and his two brothers joined the Royal Canadian Army and joined the Air Force at that time. They flew B-17 Lancasters and dropped bombs for five years of that air war. And so here we are now fighting that same enemy. And, you know, the joke we made earlier about, you know, uh, and I grew up in a suburb of Toronto until I was about, you know, driving age 16. And I went to a Roman Catholic school and the white person, we were typically the minority because I had friends that were Indian, friends that were Jamaican, you know, we had Irish there and they are kind of are like a different type, kind of like Clayton, right? And we had lots of Italians as well. So we had just a wonderful melting pot. So we didn't see the color. We actually benefited from the unique expressions of the food. I would go over, have amazing Indian food, have amazing chicken at the Jamaican friend's house. And then now they create that diversity right to try to separate us so the fact that you have this amazing policy and platform ricardo and that you jody and that you guru and your wives and your significant others and your families and your patriots in australia are supporting you and will be there to rise up when the call comes and when you have that clarion call you got to do stuff because it all happens on behalf, as you heard Ricardo say, if it's one year, three years, five, 10 years from now, and you have your child or your grandchild looks up and say, what did you do in the great awakening? And if you said, I just sat there with a thumb up my ass and I watched Cossack, which I watched live on camera about a year ago, I watched him get raided by the constables pulled off camera. I was watching that live, that episode live about a year ago. And I was afraid, well, guess what? You know, you're not going to have the type of free Australia and you're probably not going to have the rights, whether you're vaxxed or unvaxxed in that Australia. If you kind of sat there with your thumb up your ass, hoping other people would do it for you. We where we go one, we go all for the betterment of the creator and humanity and our galaxy. I believe this is a full on galactic and interdimensional war that we're winning. Um, so as we round up with the uh, final comments, Jody, I'd like to go to you, Divine Feminine, you know, for some final comments and thank you to everybody who is tuning in, you know, right now it's December 31st, like 6am in the morning, your guys time, depending on where you are on Australia, some of the Kiwis and the Tazis coming in here, 420 New South Wales in the morning. So thank you all. Talk about standing up. Just <laughs> like, wow. So go ahead, my dear, please, please add some final comments. Uh international I was, thank you i was getting a bit uh, concerned thinking you know i need at least six hours good solid sleep to admin this channel of gurus I tell you <laughs> it's uh it's it's a big job um but we do all of these you know i'm working with men at the moment um just trying to i guess encourage 
their masculinity again because they've been stripped and a lot of men aren't really sure of how to get that back, you know. It's a difficult one. So, yeah, we work with the men. We um, and the other thing is no fear. There's there's no room for fear anymore. We've just got to, you know, plow on through now. Mm-hmm. We've come too far to um to fall off. So Amen. the only thing we can do is keep going forward and no fear. Amen. No we'll fear. Guru, then Clayton, and then Ricardo for the final comment. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, look, thanks again, Brad, for your, um, yeah, your hospitality and for bringing us over. Great, great to meet Clayton. I was told by uh, Teal that me and Clayton are going to hit it off like a house on fire. And I, t- I can't, yeah, we will, mate. We're going to have some. You're going to get on some- like a frog in a sock, right? I yeah, no that. worries at all. You can jump in my sock anytime, Clayton, yeah. you frog. Anyway, yeah, let's. Uh- <laughs> oh, get a room, you two, please. <laughs> <laughs> See another great Australian quote. But listen, guys. I just like to say that the cross promotion of our countries is a very, very vital thing that we have now. This has all been a timing thing of the creator. We could have been over here in America 12 months ago, but guess what? That's not what the good Lord wanted. All right. He knows how he's running this thing. As Rick just said, we're going to have to put another call out soon, guys. Okay. And we need you. Right. We need you to listen. All right. We don't instruct you what, what to do. We never have. All right. But we give you some options. All right. And we're going to give you an option, which means we need to gather again, guys. All right, we don't know when that is. All right, and we don't know how that's going to look. I got a feeling that gathering's already started in a very, very small movement that started to kick off in Australia. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I feel that that um that white brigade uh, could be something in Australia that's going to kick off very, very quickly, very hard, and is going to gra- gather a lot of momentum. So. I just want to say thanks to people like yourself, Brad, for Ricardo getting up at two o'clock, Jody for ringing me up and waking me up, Clayton for producing a product that we know works, guys. You know, we're, I'm not here. I, I won't sell nothing for nothing for no one. I tell you what, mate, you, you want shit off me, you'll get the truth and you'll get honesty and transparency. And I, I've had this conversation with Rick. I actually learned when we started this, and a little white lie is occasionally good in society, guys. You know, uh, you know, I got to get to work with the boys, but I really wanted to have a coffee with Mel, but I'll go and tell the boys that I had to do a quote on the way to work. I wasn't having a coffee with my wife, you know. That's a white lie, guys. What I have learned and what um, Rick has actually, you know, in our conversation just show me is that we do not have one little area for a little white lie, guys. Okay, we are truthers. If you put yourself out there, you tell one bit of bullshit, they will cut you down in a fucking minute, in a second. Okay, and I can tell you one thing, Ricardo, myself, we haven't been cut down, guys. They've tried, but guess what? They haven't had any ammo. They haven't had a sharp fucking axe because they haven't got one. Okay, and this is their problem with me and Rick at the moment in Australia. We don't care. We do not care. I know where Rick's going and Rick knows where I go. Are we in, we in each other's pocket? Am I an A-way member? No, I'm not. Okay, but there's a gentleman sitting below me that the general Australian public know that this is the guy that we need to carry our country through to the next step. None of us have the experience of military expertise or anything else to do this. You can't throw a concreter like me into parliament. I'll fucking screed the whole place with lumps like this. It'll never be straight, you know what I mean? Because I do that on purpose. You know, and I'd only stuff up the future. We have a man here in Bosey 
that can actually take us, knows where we need to go, knows what needs ironing out, knows what can stay crinkled, and this is where we need to move to Australia. So, yeah, thanks for the opportunity to come to the US. Thanks for the opportunity, Brad and um, Clayton, to actually just sit here and talk to you guys on a normal aspect, you know what I mean, and actually see that we're not that different. Yeah. Okay, all we are is some God-fearing people who just want our life back. Okay, it's been stolen so off us over a thousand, you know, thousands of years. In the last 70 years, like I like to say, they've had their foot in our throat. Okay, well, we've just turned it around. We got our foot on their throat now. So humanity, let's go. Let's take on the role of Brazil, Peru. Okay, these other countries have just said, fuck it, enough's enough. You know, and we've yep. got to do the same thing, guys. But it's an organic timing, all right, and it's an organic movement and it will happen when it needs to happen but australia wake the fuck up please me and rick and jody everybody else our wives we're all busting our ass for you we don't mind busting our ass like me and rick said if i take a bullet all i want to see is 10 people come in behind me nothing else i don't want you at my funeral i don't want you giving me flowers okay i don't want anything what i want you to do is jump in and go again because we're in a fight, guys. And if we give up one ounce of this fight, they will take a mile. We've seen it happen before. So let's just group up, do what we've got to do as a humanity, okay, and win this fucking thing. Because these guys don't give up. They are pure evil. Right? Like I said, I want to win it 10-0. I don't want to see at the end of the game it was 4-3 and they nearly caught us. Nah. 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 Not at all. 10 nil guys that's all we want so let's get on the field let's sort out our positions make sure our halfbacks our halfback our wingers our winger our did it whatever get positioned get into place and get ready to go that's my word for all of us worldwide man you know it sounds sounds like the old adage that i've used quite a bit of know your role right that each of us each of us and as my wife Dr. Christina Rahm put in her, her first book and cure the causes. I think this is the, one of the most important analogies. I think we can all take with us that we are, we are each an imperfect piece to a perfect puzzle. Right. And, and the one thing, and you can see this, the way that the way that they're showing things to us, right. in social media and in reality TV, right. They probably have some of that in Australia. I actually would love to watch some reality TV in Australia. Cause that's probably just craziness, but there's one thing that we crave is from a humanity standpoint as people, we crave authenticity, right? We don't, we don't want, you know, reality TV. We want to see people being the unique people that we are. Right. And, you know, that's, that's been the one thing that's, that's been the attempt to have that taken away from us. They want to take away our individuality. They want to take away the things that make each of us unique because in, in those aspects that may make each of us unique is what <clears throat> connects all of us. If you think of it like a puzzle, every one of us has our own different edges, but those edges connect somewhere, right? We have our primary connection points and without each of us, finding our place in that puzzle the collage this beautiful landscape that it's supposed to be is never going to be complete you know so you don't need to be like anyone else you need to be you and you don't need to be offended by the way someone else looks like because their piece fits maybe next to you maybe somewhere else but without each of us we don't win and 
You know, it doesn't matter if we have it turned face up or turned face down. If we do it right, everything comes together and then we, then we can flip it upside down if we need to at the end to see how beautiful this mosaic was supposed to look. Uh, But, you know, it's, uh, it's just, I, I've always loved the Aussie philosophy. So I love being here with you guys and I, I appreciate it. I've got to come down there and hang out. Maybe, maybe this coming you and year. I'll go. That's you and I go. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Maybe I can find the tunnel that they use to go from the United <laughs> States to Australia on the, you know, really quickly and then I'll be good. You know, once we it clean only takes, 40, only takes 45 minutes to get here in that tunnel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> will be good i might just i might just sage it before you come through go through with some sage give it a yep. smudge we'll be smudging it the entire way through um you know but really whether it's in australia whether it's in europe whether it's you know canada the united states you know as we um as you know from the rootiverse gets to expand to some other markets here in, in 2023 um really you know, the opportunity just to connect with yourself, you know, and begin to realize who you are. Um, I actually, I actually had to buy a new wallet last year um, because of, you know, just the wear and tear of the environment. And I had to be introspective in, in choosing what my new apparel was going to be. And I had to go back to, you know, some of the favorite points I grew up with, like, the movie Pulp Fiction. So I had to do a little research and I had to reach into the bag and I had to find a wallet that would fit for me. And it's been interesting because I traveled, I think we went to like 30 countries last year. And in multiple places where I went, when I pulled out my new wallet, people are like, I know that, that I love that. And a couple of people are like, I have that wallet. And it just says something really simple. I'm a bad motherfucker. <laughs> and you know Samuel L. Jackson said it really well. You know, reach in the bag and grab my wallet. Well, which one is it? It's the one that says "bad motherfucker" on it. Like, <laughs> that's what each of us are. And if we start to own who we are, and you know, you step into your own, you take care of yourself, and allow yourself to shine, right? And this is the important part of knowing that we are we are meant to be bright. We are not meant to be dull. We are not meant to be compressed. We are not meant to be suppressed. Just be be the amazing souls that we are all designed to be. And if we do that, and here's here's the thing, because I've gone over this with people in talking about you know our spirituality. A lot of people they understand that we are light, right? Because physics has proven that we are we are all light. And we look at Christ's image that there's always light behind him. And we, and the, the study of illumination where all religion and all spirituality came from, from, Oh, wait for it. The Illuminati, not the break, not the evil part of it, but the study of illumination going back to Mesopotamia and everything. If, if we understand we are supposed to connect to light, it means there's also an equal level of darkness. And this is what is beginning to be shown is how dark that dark is. Many people are afraid to stare into the abyss for the fear of understanding what hides in the dark. Well, there's something that's really cool when you bring a bunch of people that have candles and flashlights. You light the whole freaking thing up. And then there's nothing to be afraid of. 
So let the light shine in. Let's go. Let's Happy go. New Year. And to that point, Clayton, why don't you just do a little <clears throat> bit of plug for the root brands? Because everybody gets to hear it from here. You know, Ricardo and Jody and Guru and myself, we're all users. And it was amazing to find out that we <laughs> on this call that you guys are so tapped in to actually using root for your own health. So CEO of the root brands, let's hear it from you, so to speak. Give it your give your business a little bit of plug because it's literally, I'm saying this saving lives of all types of things from the bioweapons to Lyme disease, to Crohn's, to, you know, people and Olympians and 50% increase in performance in 30 days. Like it's remarkable stuff. And it's the best stuff I've used thus far in my entire life. You know, it's, it's the part of what we're talking about with everything else that, and in every point in history, everything has its time right it's it's the really unique aspect of we we always walk in this journey and we always look back and we question why but everything happens in its own divine timing right that whatever solutions we've always needed have always been presented at the time that they're needed the most and you know i'm i'm really fortunate because as as ricardo had mentioned and david mentioned we are and um you know brad we are we are all supportive of much more dynamic women, right? And, that, and that's really what's important is we are moving into this aspect of divine femininity, but that doesn't mean that our strength as men is being you know, removed. It's actually being magnified because it's our job to protect these women. And for my wife, Dr. That's Christine, she, yeah. was, she was put here there was a prophecy put over her 25 years ago that she was put here to heal people in a war on healthcare. And she was at Pfizer at the time. She's like, there's no war in healthcare. What are you, what are you talking about? There's no, there's no war. And they're like, no, this is what we're seeing. And this is what we're being told. And from her, from her work at Pfizer and Alexion and Biogenidec and Johnson and Johnson and UCB and Bristol Myers Squibb and Janssen and then a couple of years ago, going back to Harvard and getting her, you know, postdoctoral certification in nanotechnology and bioscience engineering and, you know, the work she did at Cornell and pharmaceutical management, nutritional counseling and being an adjunct professor at Johns Hopkins and oncology and traveling to China nine years ago, helping the Chinese government set up hospitals and being connected to some of the top doctors in the entire country in China that are members of the CCP and meeting with other high-level figures in multiple countries. Her travel six years ago to go to Ukraine, you know, often um, where she met because of some of her friends and relationships over there. She was talking about this the other day. She's like, yeah, did you know the, the primary military base is right across the street from the airport? And the tunnel? she's like, I've been in the tunnels. They took me in all the tunnels. And she was talking to a, a, a lieutenant colonel, a colonel who's a Green Beret in the United States about this earlier, earlier this week. He's like, does the military know you've been over there? She's like, no, but this is where everything is. And she looks back on her experience, you know, Lyme disease when she was 19 and losing her memory. She had a photographic memory as a child, losing her memory, coming, coming out of that with an iodetic memory and the ability to speed read losing multiple kids to cancer, having a brain tumor, a spine tumor, multiple kinds of skin cancer, having our 18-year-old had cancer when he was two, 
and having all of the access that she's had through her through her biotech background that she's been integrative in taking care of herself and taking care of her family and through she's always questioned why she's had all these different life experiences but then as the narrative started to play out over the last seven years she's like okay there's some things we have to do and she has this innate level of understanding of bioscience engineering and how how this entire operating system works um, because she's not from here yeah. and we've been all over the world we've met with people from kings to uh, princes to multi-billionaires and all these different kinds of people with Sasha and Simon Parks, you know, that understand the spirituality of what we are. Everybody says the same thing. She's not from here. She's, she was put here for a reason. And that if you look through scalar and through different things and you see where she's actually from, you go, this is the end time. This is the last time. And it's, it's the interesting aspect of talking with her when we first met, she's like, I know I've done this four or five times, but this is my last time here. I'm like, okay, I got this. <laughs> and through this journey, she, she worked to create what she knew was going to be the solutions to not take care of everyone else, but to take care of herself and take care of her family. And that's what's important is if you're doing things to take care if you're doing something to take care of yourself or if you're taking care of the ones that you love, you're not going to skimp. You're, you're not going to, to look at it and go, well, how can I do this cheaper so I can make more money? Because that's not the intent. And if you understand how this amazing mechanism works, that there is no silver bullet, right? There is no one thing that you're going to be able to do that's going to get you out of this whole thing. You know, it's just like everything that we just talked about for the last little bit that we've been doing this. There is no one little action. If you do one thing, it's going to take care of everything. It doesn't exist. This is an active participation exercise. Right? <laughs> yes, it is. That if, if you start to clean up this operating system, and I'll give you the symbolism because there's symbolism in everything. And the, the Kabbalists understand the importance of symbolism. Right. Because they have to show everything to us. So that's why they have the media. That's why they do movies and television and everything else. They show shit to us. Watch The Simpsons. Watch the last 30 years of The Simpsons. They showed everything to us through a freaking cartoon. People are figuring it out. But when you when you understand where we where we come from, that you've got to. You've got to go back to the symbols. And we understand that the Trinity has always been the foundation of where we come from, right? Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? We know that's our foundational component. We know that in the documentary done in 1999 that everybody likes to reference now for being red pill, right? If you take the red pill, you're awake. No, that's not true. Go back and watch The Matrix again. When you took the red pill, you were aware. It was only through Neo finding Trinity that he was able then to go through the awakening process to know Kung Fu, right? <laughs> and then that journey began to be in, to manage the landscape around him and take advantage of it. So what Christina knew in creating everything, that there was at least three components. That's the Trinity. 
clean slate, zero in and restore. That's the foundation to everything because what clean slate is doing is it's taking nature's most powerful crystal happens to be the ugliest one, which is funny, right? Because this little crystal has the ability to remove and bind and trap all the environmental toxins that have been destroying us since the beginning of time, because it was through volcanic eruptions that these volcanoes actually created the same, the same mechanism to clean up the environment while those volcanic eruptions were poisoning the environment. Nature's always got the solution, right? God's not stupid. What she figured out how to do is unlock, you know, some of the, the most unique capabilities of this amazing little crystal, not just its natural cage structure, but the bioavailable silica that it holds. So Clean Slate is working to trap, grab onto and remove, as Brad mentioned, all the bad stuff. But what it's also doing because of how she programmed and created that little mechanism is it's delivering the bioavailable silica and the trace minerals. At the same time, it's removing the bad stuff. And why is silica important? Well, here's the symbolism. The globe is 70% seawater and 17% silica. The human body is 70% seawater and 17% silica. Computers run on silicon microchips without them we don't have the processing speed to run our computers our body needs bioavailable silica it's the bioavailable silica that is the catalyst in the the synthesis of amino acids into collagen into protein into everything that we need so if you want your hair to be great you know i got rained on as i went outside so my hair is terrible if you want great skin if you want your organs to function properly if you want your organs and tissue to be able to regenerate you have to have the bioavailable silica you have to have the building blocks which is why we have the siblings to um, the trinity so you got to start to clean up the mess that's the foundation of clean slate then you got to take care of your gut because there's three things right? You have your brain, your heart, your gut. And people will argue gut brain connection, you know, which one's more important, your second brain, your first brain, guess what? They're all connected. So you got to take care of the gut. You got to kill off the mold, the fungus. You got to kill off the parasite, right? Because it's those two things that are actually what's destroying us. Cancer is parasitic and fungal. That's all it is. It's a proliferation of that stuff, which is why you should never biopsy a tumor because the tumor is your body's mechanism to encase all of this shit that was causing the problem. And then when they puncture it, they unleash hell upon your body again. And that's how things metastasize. That's why they hate ivermectin. Because ivermectin is highly anti-parasitic. So what Restore does is it works to restore your gut to bring those tight junctions back together so you don't have the leaky gut anymore as, um, as we were talking about with Crohn's and other issues. You've got to take care of the gut. You've got to help flush out that stuff. You've got to reduce systemic inflammation. That's what Restore does. And then as I mentioned, the last part is probably the most important and that's neurotransmission because if you can't produce 
what's needed down here with those neurotransmitters that don't go through your vagus nerve to go to your brain, to go to your pineal gland. You're going to be stressed out. You're not going to be productive. You're not going to feel good. You're not going to sleep. You don't need a new pillow. You don't need a new mattress, right? Because that's what's advertised. You don't need melatonin supplements. Here's what you need to do. And here's why these three are put together. Your pineal gland is calcified from fluoride. Clean slate will decalcify your pineal gland actually rather quickly, but just decalcifying your pineal gland is not what's needed. Your pineal gland is loaded with little crystalline resonators, right? That's what receives light. That's what reflects light, but it also converts hormones. So when your pineal gland is decalcified, when you're ready to go to sleep, your pineal gland needs serotonin. So if your gut is able to produce serotonin via zero in, boosting, natural, endogenous, dopamine and serotonin production, your intention is to go to sleep. Your body gives it more serotonin. The serotonin goes to your pineal gland. Your pineal gland converts it into melatonin. You're able to go to sleep. But something really interesting happens at that point. Extra serotonin is actually converted through the pineal gland into DMT. Yes, that DMT. You don't need freaking mushrooms for it. We do it naturally. That allows you to start dreaming and getting into deep REM sleep. Well, deep REM sleep is where your glymphatic system, the brain's extension of lymph, is actually activated. It only works during deep REM sleep. The glymphatic system is what washes and detoxifies your brain. And there's a few fragments of clean slate that are in your glymphatic fluid because of working through your lymph that helps to clean up your brain and detoxify your brain. That happens every night, right? You wake up in the morning with a little dopamine kick. So you wake up refreshed, you're ready to go. You kick ass, take names and chew bubble gum and run at the same time. It's freaking outstanding. That's what happens. And then through that process, your body starts to regenerate because well, biological age and chronological age are not connected. Just because you're 70 years old doesn't mean you look old. You can be 70 years old and look and feel and function like you're 30. That's how we're meant to be. That's how Noah built the freaking ark at 600 years old. He had a little help, mind you. There was a little bit of assistance in that process, but he was 600 years old. We're made for that. We're just, we're just working on our way to get back up to it slowly. And that's, that's really what, what we've done. And, you know, and because of what she was made to do and what she's created, uh, we built a mechanism and this is what's really important. And like from a political standpoint for Ricardo to go over, I think this is the, the really unique aspect of, you know, being able to collaborate because at a, at a government level where you have countries that are, that are responsible for taking care of their population, this is where we can re reconstruct healthcare and societies and save countries hundreds of billions of dollars in healthcare expenses because healthy people don't have health problems. If you remove the cause of issues, if we start removing the heavy metals and the environmental toxins from people and from society and from the air, the water, the soil, we don't have health problems. You don't have diabetes, you don't have cancer, you don't have MS, you don't have Parkinson's, you don't have ADD, ADHD, Asperger's, autism, Alzheimer's, and everything else in between. They don't exist because all they are is a manifestation of an etiology that's been put in us for decades. It's pollutants. 
we're poisoned. Our environment, this whole green movement has been a play to take you away from understanding that they've poisoned your environment. You're so focused on the rest of the environment outside when the real thing is this environment. You have to clean this one up first. When you do that, everything gets better. I started this with a rant. I'm finishing with a rant. Ricardo, take over. <laughs> oh, no, ladies and gentlemen, focus on what Clayton said, because right now, while we're, there's a lot of work to be done, unless we save the people, we save nothing. It's all about the people. That's it. So please replay what Clayton just read, uh, and, and please take action. Take, take action. <clears throat> Anything I've got to say, and uh, Brad, thank you so much for, for this opportunity. It's been an absolute pleasure. Dave, always good to see you, mate. Clayton, thank you for your insights and give your wife a big hug from us in Oz and thank her for what she's done. I think we've all had a, a life where we've seen and experienced things and it made no sense at the time and all of a sudden the pieces of the puzzle come together. But anyway, all I've got to say is this, 12 words, and this is for those of us that it applies. Lead from the front by example, not from the rear by direction. Lead from the front by example not from the rear by direction. We do that, we win. That's it. That's a perfect way to wrap it up, Ricardo. And thank you, all of you, those who are still watching to this broadcast live in Australia, around the world, and listening to this podcast. And uh, Guru, I'll make sure that you get the link for this so you can post it as soon as it renders from Zoom. Ricardo, I'll introduce you to Clayton. And folks also here, if you want the root products, you guys just send me your links to the root brands for Australia One Party and Guru, and we'll get it out there and I'll post it here in the replay. And then again, remember there's a holiday 10% off deal for people who are watching right now. So you can go to Guru, you can go to Ricardo's Australia One Party for Roots or ours uh, as well and apply a 10% off code to it. And it ships to 60 different countries. Gentlemen, thank you for your patriotism. I'm delighted and it's an honor for me just to be connected in this virtual space like the Jetson era that we're kind of living in. Turn on a screen, you've got people all over the world. And thank you so much for playing out the fact that I was eight hours off on the time difference and having that uh, royal brain fart uh, for myself uh, over the holidays and misinterpreting it. Thank you all for tuning in. Please go check out AustraliaOneParty.com. You've already seen it. Links are here in the description. Guru, uh, he's got his own channel and show and telegram. That'll be here in the description as well. And then with the sovereign soul, it is the Holy Trinity. The sovereign soul is a trinity. Love, levity, liberty is a trinity. And the blinged Buddha is a trinity. And as Tesla said, if you want to understand the universe, you understand it in the numbers three, six, and nine. And it's really interesting to understand that this was all done before being introduced to the root brands and these gentlemen talking to you about the Christic consciousness, which we need to unleash on earth with love and stand up for ourselves and stand up for our children. Thank you all. Many blessings to you. And we'll see you on the next show. Please click like and subscribe to all of these channels because it helps us get the word out. Be a little bit of a digital warrior. Take that action. And shares are 15 times more powerful after that. Drop a comment. These gentlemen have an open invitation to come back on this show at any point in time. And we'll make sure that we get the timing right in the next time on my side. Thank you all, gentlemen. Uh, may blessings to you and your families. Much love and uh, good day to you. Thanks, bro. Thank you, bro. You got it.
looking for groundbreaking nutritional products that revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting edge nutrition brand, Root. The Trinity Pack Plus is a game changer. Let me show you. Zero In is the world's first quantumceutical, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic that skyrockets clarity and creativity. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health and optimizes your true brain. And last but not least, Clean Slate sweeps out heavy metals, including graphene oxide, gently evacuating toxins from the body to increase performance, longevity, and quality of life. Register now at therootsbrand.com soul to get your Trinity Pack Plus and to learn more about the Sovereign Soul Show's mission to save 100 million children and how to get rewarded for being a part of the Root community. See you there. Everybody, you've seen before, and I've got to tell you, I am a case study for the Root Brands. This product is amazing. In addition to that, it is the Trinity Pack Plus, which I recommend. Now, involved in it, you get the Zero In, which is amazing. The world's first quantum nootropic. So basically, it allows your pineal gland to tap into the God consciousness. How amazing is that? We have reports from athletes and Olympians that their performance has increased by 40 to 50% in approximately 30 days. So just imagine if you have a child who is looking to excel in athletics at school, and then they start taking this. Again, this is all natural. By the way, it's also BSCG approved, which is the approval in the United States for all professional sports, which means there are no drugs which means that if you're in professional sports in the United States, you can take this with the approval. It's already stamped right here on the package and you can allow yourself to have greater creativity, greater focus. I have absolutely seen incredible aspects of my response time, my reaction time, my focus, my clarity literally soar to levels I've never had it before. Remember, I was a first responder being a wildfire fighter working for the province of Ontario. I was serving my country as a Canadian infantry soldier, honorably discharged and moved on. And I have been in the corporate rat race and also in my own companies as an entrepreneur. So thus far, anything that I've tried in my lifetime, this is the one, it's incredible. You take one to two tabs, very simply, a day. Now here's another amazing thing. Back when I was run over on my motorcycle in 2015, it took me almost 17 months to walk normally again. One of the things I learned about was chelation in the body. What does that do? Chelation is a natural molecule that allows you to bond to heavy metals in your body. Now, as a younger teen, I was smoking, so I have a lot of heavy metal toxicity. My mother was a smoker, had mercury as well fillings. So there's heavy metals in the bloodstream anyway. The only way the body can get those out is through a process called chelation, which is introducing a natural, natural molecule. The great thing about the Trinity pack is you have it right here. There's something called clean slate. Talk about wipe the slate clean, right? Perfect name. So you can order this independently at therootbrands.com forward slash soul. Use the code soul at checkout. I just put this on subscribe and save because in your next month's order, you save up to $15. This ships to over 60, six zero countries. You get American made, absolutely incredible. And then also you have the restore packs, which we've seen help people restore leaky gut. We've had people who have reported 
and I can't say this heals, and I can't say it's a cure, all right? So understand this, but we've had people report that they have restored their gut health, that they no longer have the issues and the symptoms with things like Crohn's disease or leaky gut, right, and stress. We also understand scientifically that 95% of our neurons are in our gut. So when you get the Trinity pack, it also comes with these little gel packs, all natural, tastes good, kind of got a sweet orange flavor in them. And that has roughly the equivalent of a day's entire nutrition in these little packs and supplements. So easy for carrying around on the go, putting into your kids' meals when they go to school. Also, remember we, we talk back about clean slate, wiping the slate clean. This is a slow extraction of those heavy metals bonding into your out of your body and it is evacuated through the bladder generally naturally and so we've seen people in certain clinical research have shown that markers have gone back down in 30 days to a little bit more than that almost two months to nearly zero so we understand that we've had heavy metals in water that's happened all our lifetime. We have it in the air, stuff's put into the air, even just the chemical smoke, right, from traffic and fog. So you definitely wanna take care of your body because when you wipe the slate clean and then you're zeroing in to the God consciousness in the mind, literally what a great name that they put together on this product, you are absolutely able to tap in and have the highest, my personal belief, the highest increase of consciousness, creativity, focus, and love and life that you've ever experienced. This is my experience. This is what many people have been reporting. So go to therootbrands.com forward slash soul. Use soul at checkout. Try the Trinity pack. Absolutely put it on subscribe and save. If you're just interested to attempt zero in, especially for little ones, for athletics or yourself, you notice that you're not as focused or yet creative at the office, the environment, or just being around your family and tapped in, give it a shot. Go for it. The zero in or the full Trinity pack, you get that. I mean, my goodness, it's just uh, for the price of a Starbucks latte each day, you are literally having the highest chance at creating whole health and unleashing your God-given DNA, which helps us become superhuman and tap into those potentials. Now, thank you very much for listening. On we go. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.